0: Well hello again everyone, it is I, Chains and Saint, bringing to you, excuse me, our uh, rousing and poignant views of, of the world around us and particularly of human trafficking and the efforts taken to combat it. Um, for this particular episode, we're going to be looking at the uh, recent uh, event that occurred in Sturgis, um, and for those of you who are ignorant and illiterate, and I'm just gonna insult everyone right off the top there, chains. Um, Sturgis is the oh quintessential motorcycle rally. Yeah, yeah, it's. It's one of the, if not the most well-known, motorcycle enthusiast rally in in the United States.
1: Uh, A it attracts. Use the word event. That goes over better. Event, event. There you go. Um, it attracts people
0: from really every component, from the wannabes to the absolutely deadly serious. Uh, individuals within the uh, motorcycle club and riding club and just the motorcycle riders community Um, and it really it it is worth if any of our listeners can ever make it up there it is definitely worth the trip just to get the cultural experience um, and understand this aspect of American culture and understand just how much of society these these individuals influence. Um, but anyway, the event has ended. Uh, it ended on, you're going to have to remind me of the... Sunday. Sunday. This last Sunday. And we waited this long to do something on Sturgis because given the stigma that is attached to the motorcycle enthusiasts um, a lot of the big players within the federal law enforcement community uh, find their way to surges every year to set up shop and to try and uh, get more money or more feathers feathers in their cap or what have you Um, and as such some of the less Less informed and uh, less intelligent NGOs out there for human trafficking also attempt to gain notoriety for themselves by also attending surges um, to try and do counter human traffic investigations or awareness or what have you. And every year, um, it, it It turns into kind of a running joke with the Crusader Foundation, really, because it really is uh, the last place on Earth that you would find someone harming a a child. And um, this evening, guys, you are in for something of a special treat because our very own Chains has some experience with the excuse me, goodness, uh, motorcycle club, uh, communities and with the motorcycle enthusiasts. And, uh, from that experience, there's been a lot of, of stuff that he's been able to pass on to his investigators that he's trained and to, um, the other law enforcement entities or even other NGOs that we've spoken to about how to properly deal with and respectfully deal with, uh, motorcycle clubs and riding clubs, but I'm going to turn over the mic to chains for this because there's a lot that can be learned and really. Um, if I can give my little bit of a romanticizing to the motorcycle communities, they, they are in many ways, the modern face of the old, um, knight orders, the old, uh, chivalric orders. Um, just in a lot of the ways that they're laid out and the way that they's, they interact with their communities and with each other. So, uh, Chains, I guess, if you want to lay a little bit of foundation for even why uh, Sturgis is such a big deal in the first place.
1: Well, you know, it started many, many, many moons ago. Uh, all I can really say is that there was... You know, a group of guys got together that were, uh, whether you want to call them outcasts, whether you're, whatever you want to call them, they were just guys that uh, had a common interest. Uh, they started having events, and it just grew and grew and grew and grew. There was a couple of years where there it didn't, where they didn't have it, but that was right off the bat. Um, I don't want to get into a whole lot of crappy history detail because that's just not what I'm about. Um, but the biggest issue that, that we have, you know, coming from CF is the way that uh, the motorcycle community gets basically gets picked on Yes, about human trafficking because it's a stigma that was given that You know, everybody's just, it's evil. And if there's a female that's anywhere near a motorcycle, um, she's getting trafficked. (laughs) And and that is so far from what it's really about. Um, I mean, I've seen Sturgis go from it's nothing but one percenters, which is that one percent that doesn't follow the normal behavior of society. Um, It's went from that to, to where you've got families that are actually making it, you know, they're making it the family vacation, go up and see, see, you know, start to South Dakota during bike week. You know, I said before, you know, you'd have, you'd have a bunch of motorcycles and now you're seeing people push strollers with their newborns. And Um, It's grown that much, but so, so is crime, just like anything, you know. Uh, but what, you know, to, to stay on point with us, you know, dealing with the trafficking thing, you know, people will say, well, there's labor trafficking and, and blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you something about Sturgis. Nobody's getting made to do anything, um, they want paid. And anybody that's working the Sturgis rally, is getting paid handsomely they're making money hand over fist because they want to there's no uh you know well she's being forced to do that no she's not yeah (laughs) the only thing forcing a person to do it is because they've got to pay their bills if anybody's trafficking anybody it's uncle sam (laughs) (laughs) yeah no joke and just to get to the point, you know, Sturgis had over half a million people there this year. And I just looked at the rally arrests and it said that DUIs were down, drug arrests were up. And here's the kicker for for us and for the people that combat human trafficking. You have half a million people in a in a town, and uh, there was only six human trafficking arrests. <laughs> and
0: and really, our listeners need to understand that Sturgis, just because of the stigma, as unfair as it is, that goes along with the one percenter cr- crowd, every federal agency in the alphabet soup attends Sturgis for the whole... In the hopes of getting some big bust or closing some case. And it's oh, every yeah.
1: right re- letter in the alphabet up there. Yeah. There's no getting around it, you know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, the drug arrests were up, but the DUI address were, you know, arrests were down. Um, but like I said, you know, we're we're looking, you know, from our focus of the trafficking. Like I said, you get a half a million people in a place that small and if you're only popping six people for, and this was their 10 day statistics. So in 10 days you get six people. Yeah. I mean, uh, that, that, that's a bust in, in Dallas in one night. Well, you think about the
0: college world series. I mean, there's more trafficking that occurs with that than there does with the Sturgis rally. And you think about what society tries to tell you is the good guys versus the bad guys. I mean, you've got a bunch of sports fans attending one and you've got what society tries to tell you is a bunch of outcasts yeah. and rubbers attending the other.
1: Yeah. You have the basically a good and evil issue. Mm-hmm. Um you know technically if you really think about it there's been more catholic priests busted this you know in the last six months than than what was nailed you know than what they've caught in at the sturgis rally
0: yes and i mean just just so our listeners know the crusader foundation does follow that kind of stuff very closely as well we do keep a very close and uh creepily watchful eye on that kind of uh investigative stuff as it comes out we we usually wind up uh well no i won't i won't go into all that right now with yeah. how far in advance we know that this stuff is coming down the pipe before it actually makes it down the pipe to the public but um you know just just to bring it into perspective from what you're saying that we're we're not just reading reading reports that come off of the internet and incorporating them we've got insider information to where we're we're well aware of this stuff before it it actually hits the mainstream um and so if you know you're talking a bunch of got a bunch of i i wish i wish i knew a way to describe them that didn't come across as uh Uh, What do you call it when I go off on my like uh, poetic romanticization of these? Yeah, I I don't Uh, know what you call it. You've got a couple words for it. I'm not
1: sure half of them. Yeah, I've got a few words, but (laughs) but well, but but like I said, you know the the stigma that follows the motorcycle world when it comes to trafficking. I mean, granted, yeah, it happens. Uh, is is it fair the label that got thrown on it? No, it's not. Um, I'm not going to sit here and defend the people that are out there trafficking. I'm not, you know, it's because uh, it's not. You know, it's 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 there and it's it's not right. But but I'm I'm going to go back to the the issue of you know, whether it's sex trafficking or or labor trafficking up there, it's just not happening. It's not as popular or whatever word you want to use for it. It's just not there. The frequency isn't there. I mean, you know, you'll, you'll get people that, that come from all across the country to go up there and just to visit, but you'll get the people that come from all across the country to go up there and work. Yeah. And from bartenders to, to just to parts vendors, to, to, to people selling t-shirts to the food vendors. I mean, you know, most of the business up there, they only need to be open those two, the two and a half weeks that people actually hit the town. You know, they only have to be there and, and they're get, you know, that's their whole yearly income. Hmm. You know, um, but I'm telling you, it's not an issue where there's sex trafficking going on on every street corner. Yeah.
0: Well, and I don't know, again, I'm going to leave this up to your expertise because you have more expertise than years that I've been alive in this kind of of scenario. But how much can you, Chains, get into the whole thing where there's, there's a mistaken, I, I guess you could call it a mistaken identity in the motorcycle community's culture, the way that they choose to live there there they are a subculture of this what of, of the united states and the problem is you got people who are control freaks and who don't even want to understand it who are coming in looking from the outside in and this is where that stigma that the motorcycle community is one that promotes uh, human trafficking um i guess what i'm asking is how much can you go into for just kind of dispelling a few of those myths to kind of give people our listeners an idea of you know hey this is what they're founded on this is this is kind of how they think and this is this is how they view society and 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 this is why you only get out of five hundred thousand plus people sick cases of of
1: possible sexual exploitation well in all reality the best way to put it Um, Sons of Anarchy is a TV show. (laughs) Thank you.
0: I was waiting for that. Thank you.
1: Um, You know, it's just that simple. (laughs) Um, I mean, I'm not going to say that shit doesn't happen because like I said a while ago, it does. You know, everyone has... You know, but you have you have that issue of if you're dealing with one percenters, or if you're dealing with regular clubs, riding clubs, you know, it, it's it changes. You know, um, the the one percent world gets picked on horrible. Yeah. Uh, and that's just because they don't conform. Yeah, and that's why they get picked on Uh, what I will say is someone someone hurts a child you better hope a 1%er ain't around because you're going to get your ass stomped (laughs) and that he ain't kidding on folks you know I mean you know um, you know Joe Schmo that's up in Sturgis that has his construction company and you know He'll, he might turn away, but the people that are are so horrible are the ones that are going to protect that that person. Yeah, I Ooh. mean it, it's, it's that way. It's how it is because the motorcycle world relies on family and brotherhood and respect. Yeah. Um, if you if you don't. Show respect then why should they show respect and really
0: that is probably one of the most and, and I wish there was a better word to use in in the English language but in in reality the most beautiful thing about myself being introduced to those individuals from the motorcycle club community and I know that can sound terribly Femi and gay, but reality is I'm saying that in terms of they hold to virtues, values that have long since died in our society. And just because they happen to look a certain way, society, for the most part, writes them off. Law enforcement picks on them, targets them. And in reality, they're holding to a whole system of virtue and ethics that for the majority of of civilians have long since uh died out and and you you know you just can't find that kind of true commitment to the ideals that a lot of them a lot of them hold to and again you know like we've said they're not perfect each you know you get bad people in each in in everything but just as an ideal it's such a great concept and it's just something that, that, that really I admire and I appreciate so much in the individuals that I I've, I've actually had the pleasure and the, and the opportunity to run into and talk to and, and rub shoulders with and, and it's been limited, but I have gotten to see it uh, somewhat up, up close and in person. Um, and it's just something that you can't come away from without help you know without admiring. And and understanding that hey these are people who um, their their personal their self is secondary to a a set of ideals and a set of of ethics and a set of um, of virtue that you know that they hold to at all costs even to the cost of laying down their life for one another and it's and and since I've been with the Crusader Foundation. Um, you know, we, we've talked and if people will listen, have listened to our very first podcast ever, you'll have heard it there, but we do actually incorporate some of that stuff or we, we espouse some of that stuff to all of our, our members, um, try and incorporate some of that, that type of ideology and, um, you know, just, just the giving of self, the, the loyalty to the brotherhood and the, and the honor and the respect, um, uh aspects and it's just it really is an amazing thing to watch to watch it work in, in 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 real life without it being on a silver screen or hollywooded up as as it, as it mostly is and and that's why of all places you know your kids would be safest in a place like sturgis and um i don't know if you remember exactly how you told it to me Uh, chains but you were talking um, about of all the places in the world where a young kid would be the safest you know you could have two big guys from uh, very well-known one percenter organizations having a very serious conversation if they hear a kid squawk or yell everybody goes silent across the board regardless Mm -hmm. of what the issue is on the table and they all stand up and they're going to look around and make sure that that kid's okay
1: well you know it's there was always a uh kind of a running joke it's like you know no matter how big or bad anybody was you know that child runs up to you with a toy phone you answer it (laughs) (laughs) yes yep i mean that's that's how it is um but but to go to some of the other issues that are out there like i said everybody you know the stigma of you know every female's getting passed around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just not like that. You know, um, uh, clubs don't go around abducting girls. Yeah, they don't. If a girl's with them, it's because she got excited because she saw somebody's nice shiny bike with a lot of chrome. Yeah, you know. Um, I, I mean, and, and I'm saying that it's, it's not that I'm disrespecting females. I'm, I'm disrespecting anybody that's got that mentality. Yeah. You know, um, if that's all you think of that, you know, that you're that materialistic or you're that shallow, I guess that, Ooh, I want to be with him because of this or, or I want to be with her because of this, you know, you're shallow, get your shit together you know, Um, but like I said, it's not every person's passed around, you know, if it's happening, it's because that person wants it to happen, Mm -hmm. you know, and I will argue with somebody until I'm blue in the face about it. Yeah. I mean, that's how it is. Like I said, it's, it ain't an issue. It's just like the labor trafficking, you know, that, People will scream "Is going on up there. You know, you get these scantily clad girls washing these motorcycles. Nobody's forcing you to do it. Yeah. You know, when when I used to vend up there, which I did, you know, I, I had a business and we'd go up there and vend and, you know, um, it was that simple. I'd put an ad out of, hey, if you want to make some money during the rally, come up. If you don't want to, don't. No big deal. You know, if the if the girls come up and would work for me at, you know, with at my trailer, it would be a, uh, you know, it'd be an issue of, well, you know, this is what I pay. You either, you know, if you want to work it, work it. If you don't want to, don't. Yep. It doesn't matter to me. You know, I'll find somebody else. Yeah. You know, but it was, no, I want to make money while I'm up here. You know, well, I'm not forcing you to do anything. And that's how most of it is up there. Nobody's being forced to do shit. You know, I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying that it's, that trafficking doesn't happen. You know, but what I will go at is they're saying this, what would I say? There was six arrests. Yep. And it was based off an internet deal that they did. <laughs>
0: oh you're okay. kidding you didn't tell me that
1: yeah yeah it was based off an internet oh,
0: issue. My word
1: so here's where i go back to what i usually go back to get off your ass quit doing shit the lazy way and go out and beat the streets you know wow um don't sit and brag about doing shit the lazy way you know Um, you found people that are too stupid. It's fish in a barrel, you know? Um, you know, go out and hit some of these areas, you know, just like law enforcement. Well, okay. If you think all this shit's going on, go into a clubhouse and tell me what's going on. You know? Yeah. Be brave. Go into that clubhouse. (laughs) See what you find. (laughs) Um, like I said, it, it's just it, it's just not that way. Yeah. It, the issue with well, look at the way she's dressed; she must be being trafficked. No, I'm sorry. She wanted to look trashy because she knew guys would look at her. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's that way. It's like leave, you know, leave something leave a little bit. You know, from a lot of us, it's an issue of leave a little bit to, to be you know, leave something up to imagination. <laughs> yeah, most yeah. of us, you see somebody running around with with you know body paint on. It's like, you know, really, again, yeah. you know, yeah.
0: And that's again, that's something I would love to get into it more with our listeners. But the reality is, unless you go through and you become a crusader, you're just not going to learn the half of it from the inside perspective, because it is something that just out of respect for these clubs, you guys, that we, we do understand that they are in their complexity, they deserve something of privacy. And it's, it's something that's very beneficial and useful to our investigators to understand the full scope of what we're looking at. But whether you understand it or not, it is out of respect for them that, that we can only say certain things about this whole thing. But when I say that, I do think it's very important for all of our listeners to understand is that especially with the motorcycle club community, with the, with the motorcycle enthusiasts, it's very important that you understand that they don't abide by any social dogma
1: creed that you can think of so everything well, new... Go. that's ahead. where you gotta split that like i said because you know in, in all reality there's that issue of you know you have your one percenters right who don't abide by anything it's the club is is life and that's their brotherhood yes you know but then you'll have you know, and, and the ones we always made fun of was the motorcycle enthusiasts because they liked motorcycles and they wanted to have that, you know, I'm a biker, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, you're a motorcycle enthusiast. That's coming from, from most of us that have been on on horses for a long time. Um, you know, um, you know hell there's always you know there was a joke for a long time, you know 15, 15 grand and and you know and 15,000 miles don't make you what you want to be. you yeah. know uh, it's the way you live your life it's it's for what you stand it, it's for what you stand for um, but going back, you know we'll we'll go back to, what are the ages of, what are they, what are they saying? And I'm asking you saying, what is, what are they claiming is the average age for somebody that's being trafficked through the official channels? Yeah. Yeah. What is the, uh, just, and I'm not holding you to it cause you know how much I hate
0: statistics, <laughs> but,
1: but in all reality, okay. Um, you know what, Polaris or whoever. What are they saying is the average age of somebody that's being trafficked? Well,
0: that's what I was going to cite you as Polaris What latest. Um, I think he got released beginning of this month. Um, now Polaris is saying it is 14 to 16 with a, and I quote, alarming increase in below 12 years of age.
1: Okay. So, um Most guys that are riding steel horses have got kids. Yeah. In that age group. Um, You really think they're going to want somebody putting their hands on their kids? You think they're going to tolerate somebody putting their hands on their kids? (laughs) I mean, seriously, think about it. And I don't care who you are or what your views are unless you've been down them roads you don't know you know you have no idea what goes through that that the mindset of of that of the biker lifestyle yeah
0: and 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 i'll be the first to admit it as much as i would love to say that i am that i am one of that crowd i'm not I, i didn't grow up around it It was brand new to me when I met you chains and when I got introduced into the crusader foundation, um, (laughs) as you very well know, but guys, they, you don't understand a a kid, a child is, is practically God status among bikers. It's you touch them. You've touched something that is sacred and may God have mercy on your
1: soul if you do and they find out exactly Exactly. you know um, and people don't realize all the charity work that goes on no
0: and that was something that blew me away you will see the presidents
1: from the 1% clubs standing in line at stores buying all the bicycles that they have or buying a tr- literally a, a cube van full of groceries for people uh, you know um, how many people cut off their hair to give their hair to cancer victims. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how many people do that? Um, you know uh, how, how many guys are going to say, well, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm one of them guys cause I'm riding my scooter out in the rain because my kid was going on a date. So he has my truck. Yeah. You know, uh it, it, you don't realize the unselfishness or selfish selflessness that is there yeah you people do not realize it but they also don't realize that brotherhood that family because it's it's just that like i said going back to the kids if they're saying a 14 year old's the average age of, of somebody being trafficked um i can guarantee you that somebody's If somebody's child's being trafficked, it ain't somebody that's a biker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you know. um, And I can tell you right now, it's not a biker that's buying somebody. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, Jimmy the accountant, or you know, like I said, uh, Joe Schmo that that's the banker. Yeah, you know the the. The person running a restaurant—they're the ones that are buying these kids. Yeah. People that are getting the shitty end of the deal are the ones that are protecting them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and several organizations out there. There's Baca. There's Guardians of the Children. There, there's a lot of them that are out there. There's Ubaca. There, there's several of them out there, and that's all they do is fight against all of this. Um, and, and I'll tell you, from being on, being on that side, it, it's, it, it's almost sickening when you see all the shit that you have to deal with, you know, and, and to know that, you know, you, you put yourself in a mindset of they just don't know any better. Yeah. You know, people don't know and people don't understand, you know. Um, I I, I did private security for several years and a very prominent businessman would uh, hire a bunch of us to make sure nobody invaded his parties. And this was before I got into my uh, fighting, trafficking. You know, he would uh, contact us to uh, be guards at his parties where he was having kids, mm-hmm. you know, um, very prominent, prominent businessman. Uh, and, uh, you know, you'd have uh, one room full of dope. You'd have another room full of uh, young girls. Mm. You know, uh, And. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so you tell me who's, who's evil. Yeah. You know, um, I, I don't even, I mean, like I said, I can only go so far discussing things about the motorcycle world. Uh, yes. Things need this. A lot of things need to stay quiet, you know, because of that, it's, it's almost a breach of peace. Don't, you know, it, it's, it's that world, and you don't belong in it. <laughs> Privilege, really, information. Yeah, it really is. It's you know, in, unless you walk a mile in those shoes, you you really don't you you have no reason to say shit. You know, and that's what's so frustrating. Of like I said, biggest bike rally in the country, and half a million people, and you only get six arrests. Yeah. So like I said, it, it's, you know, the bad rap that goes on is, is just what goes on. You know, uh, people will go up there and work and don't make more money in those 10 days. That was loud. Wasn't it? Yeah. Just a little, uh, anyway. You know, people will make more money in those ten days working up there than they what they will in six months. Yeah, you know, working their regular jobs. Nobody's forcing them to go up there and do it. Yeah, that is the thing. <clears throat> you know, it, you know, it's like we've discussed before about uh, the difference uh, of sex workers. Yes, you know, they're doing it on their own. Nobody's forcing them. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a very much at
0: will world, and yeah. where people get it mixed up is because they hold the they being the one percenters and the true blue motorcycle club enthusiasts and etc. They hold to a different set of standards than than mainstream society. And so from the outside looking in, people can get it very wrong. And and we've had discussions before within, with uh, various NGOs about this very thing, um, that they can't just go labeling groups like these or whole um, social uh, sectors when they have absolutely no idea what they're talking about.
1: Well, you know, it, it's it's like that word "pimp." Yeah, you know, hell, there was a TV show on on one of the one of the I don't know one of them TV things that uh, they what was it "Pimp My Ride" or something? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, uh, I can guarantee you, you never saw You never saw a biker on there.
0: Yeah, um,
1: you know, you have all this kind of stuff, and and you know, when you see what's really going on out there, like I said, the bad part is, is the motorcycle community is the one that takes the rap for all this shit. And they're the ones that deserve it the least. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I said, granted, yeah, there's some out there that are that are doing it. They'll run a brothel, you know. But they're not... Well, and that's you a whole know. other
0: series of, I mean, that's a whole other podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, the bikers aren't sitting there a- and, you know, they're not doing all this evil that everyone's, that Hollywood and everybody else is making them out to be. Yeah. They're really not. I mean, you know, like I said, yeah, granted, it does go on in certain in certain aspects, you know, just like the drugs, just like guns, it does happen. Mm nothing that doesn't go on in in your local law enforcement to be honest you know I mean I I know more crooked law enforcement people than I know guys in in MCs that are crooked yeah so I mean it's, it's how it is yeah you know there's the evil everywhere no matter how you look at it so don't uh you know, just when people start laying those those stigmas on people, it's you know don't go throwing stones. Mm-hmm. Don't cast those stones because you just like I said, if you haven't walked those shoes, then then you you really have no idea. Um, I mean, you know, when you're uh, when you're going when you, uh, I mean, I've sat outside houses before. Making sure a kid feels safe that the guy that attacked him isn't going to get to him. Yeah, you know, um, and the guy that attacked him sure as hell wasn't somebody on a, on a sl- on a sled, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, the only way that. Uh, You know, Baca had a thing where they would say, uh, you know, they had a deal in a couple of their where they discussed a couple of deals where, you know, a kid's like, I I ain't afraid of you anymore because my friends are way scarier than you were. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I know my new friends will will protect me. Yeah. uh, And as we've seen, so much of that a lot of people that are getting trafficked are being trafficked by people they know. Yes. They're being trafficked by a loved one. You know, the child, the hell the word loved one could fit in that same thing. I have no idea. But, uh, you know, or like I said, it's somebody they know. Um, it shit just don't happen in the biker community. Mm. So, you know, it's just like the thing of, you know, they're going to, you know, every, every NGO out there picks on strip clubs. Well, bikers hang out in strip clubs. Well, not all bikers hang out in strip clubs. You know, like I said, the world, you know, we don't, the sons of anarchy is not what life's about when it comes to the motorcycle world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, that's, that's just the way it is. I mean, that'd be like saying that every you know every president we had is bill clinton yeah you know which granted a lot of them have been like him but <laughs> mm-hmm. uh but i mean it, it, it's it's just how it is it, and in, unless you unless you've been down that road you know shut the hell up about it don't go don't go pointing fingers at all yeah uh, it, it, it's like I always say when I'm starting, you know, I've had more trouble with people that were, you know, I've had more problems with the people that are, you know, I'm a Jesus freak, you know. Yes. I've had more problems with those kind of people, you know. Yep. It, it's like somebody that rides, somebody that's, somebody that's riding a steel horse ain't, uh, they're generally not a hypocrite. <laughs>
0: yeah, that is very true. They are who they say they are.
1: Yeah, yeah, they really are. And like I said, they'll protect you. They'll protect you more than anyone on the planet will protect you. Yes.
0: And <clears throat> if I can just give a even brief, ambiguous story, even just from my own experience, um, as I've said already, I, I don't come from the world that is familiar or even Close to the um, motorcycle clubs' uh, spheres of of involvement, but um, just being involved with the Crusader Foundation, I had the privilege of being out at a uh, at a watering hole, I guess you could call it, and uh, they didn't know me from Adam, and uh, one of their Uh, leadership members uh, took notice started talking to me and uh, in the course of the conversation it came up what what I did um, as far as investigations and and immediately it went the word went out among the 30 plus club members that were there at this particular watering hole and one thing led to another and they just end of the day they wouldn't uh, let me pay for anything that i had bought they were they were just like hey you know what with what you do there's that much respect that the whole club the the president was on the run with them and it was the president's of the club this particular club's call to say hey um you and your old lady you're not paying for any of your any of your drinks that's on the club because we respect what you guys do. And, and that's not uncommon, that that's standard for these guys that live in that world. And it was just such an amazing thing to experience firsthand, just to, you know, you can hear about it, and you can understand that it's true. But when you see it up close and in person, and you see these guys that most everybody else has given a wide berth and, and clearing out for because they're, they're loud and they're, they're just in your face and and they've got no problem saying exactly what they're thinking at that moment. Um, But when that's, that's what they do, they're like, Hey, you know what? That's as a club, as a whole unit, as a family, because literally that whole club that was in there, they, they acted like a family. You know, if, if the patriarch, the head of the, the head of the family said something Everybody else was there. There wasn't anybody whining, nobody questioning. And that came out of the club's pocket that they paid for us. And that, that was just, I mean, I hate to use a word like beautiful, but it really was a beautiful thing to see just to know that there are people like that out there still that have that kind, that kind of a mentality, you know, and I've been in churches, I've been in countless churches and you'd be lucky if they'd buy you a cup of coffee. And here we are with this club that doesn't know us from Adam. Um, and all they had to hear was the passion that says, hey, the Crusader Foundation's not going to let any kid out there that we can help it or anyone for that matter, be it your grandmother or your two-month-old baby brother, um, go without somebody out there looking for him and trying to get him back. And they're like, hell yes, our club backs you 100% on that. And, and it was just, just one of those experiences that you'll never forget. And, and that's coming from me. And I know Chains has had, he, he, knows that. And he's probably roll. You're probably rolling your eyes while you hear me tell the story. Cause you're like, yeah, well, duh. You know? <laughs> but that, that being said, it was just one of those things that you just realize it's it was a wonderful thing to know that there's a whole foundational level to society that still exists, that, that is like that, that, well,
1: is real, and that shows you just how evil, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. This is how diabolical the MC world is, guys.
1: <laughs> you know, and like I said, granted, yeah, there's good and bad. You know, um, like I said, my my words, I've got to pick and choose. You know, that's the way I'm being about this, just out of my respect. But yeah, you know, I. I'm, I'm staying vague for a reason. Um, uh, I have people I want to protect. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But like I said, you know, we're going back to what the trafficking is. It's so misleading. It is so misleading. Yeah. Yeah. because like I said, it's, it's not, you know, you're, you're seeing all of these, all of these things out there. And it's, I mean, you know, you'll, you'll talk to guys, you'll, you'll talk to the Johns. And, you know, it's like, well, I can do things with, a, you know, I can do things with a prostitute that I can't do with my wife. You know, you'll hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. I won't do that with my wife. That's why I buy a prostitute. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the issue, is and and people are so overlooking this. There would be no supply if there wasn't a demand. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's just that simple. And, and like I said, if you're really going to be talking about about trafficking, sex trafficking in general, you know, go after the friggin' buyers and, and make it a point. You know, let's let's start paying attention to who was arrested for for trying to buy somebody. Yeah, you know, because technically, when people are talking about trafficking, all they're thinking about is guys buying prostitutes. That's the general consension of 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 what people feel is human trafficking, or sex trafficking. You know, that's what that's what everybody says. That's what it is. You know, Um, so like I said, you know, really start looking at, at. you know if you want to really you know if you're a, a figures kind of person you know check and see who's buying you know generally if somebody's gotten caught it's public record Yeah. you know a- and here's another thing is uh, don't make your kids miserable at home that they want to run yes you know, don't put your kids in that situation. Treat your kids like kids. Don't treat them like snowflakes. You know, don't, don't. Uh, I, I mean, a friend of mine was just on a plane ride from Florida to the back to the Midwest. Um, kid, was she, she's telling me about this kid that was raised in holy hell. And then the mom took the video game from him and the kid got worse. So the mom gives the video game right back. Then the kid quieted down a little bit, got back to the normal out, you know, heathen Tony was at. Um, You know, it's it's like, you know, um, when you were a child, did you act like that? (laughs) If I did, I would have had my parents would have lit you up. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, it, it's, I know I was that way. You know, I knew if I screwed up, man, I was going to get my clock clean. <laughs> and I wouldn't even have thought about calling the cops, you know, um, my daughter, good case in point, you know, my, me and her mother are, have, you know, we're friends, but we haven't been together forever. um my daughter getting out of control and her mother lit her up one night and uh, she calls the police on him <laughs> on her trying to get her mother arrested you know <laughs> um, i'm you know i'm like you gotta be shitting me you know and it's like i wouldn't even fathom to that I would never even thought in a million years to do that shit to my parents.
0: Yeah, you if know? I did,
1: well, no, because all growing up, I got but, my ass, you know. Well, if, got, if, if if you got your ass whipped, it's because you did something to deserve it.
0: Yeah, well, God was on the side of my parents as far
1: as I was concerned. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you know, we're, we're looking at all of this. It's like our, our society as a whole is so has reverted. Yeah. So bad, you know, that the things that should be done, aren't being done. The things that shouldn't be done are what's being done. And, you know, like I said, you know, we're getting to a point where it's, well, you know, I couldn't have my whatever. So I took off and now I'm out on the street and now I don't know what I'm going to do, so I'm vulnerable. Yeah. And of course, there's some piece of shit out there that's going to take advantage of it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's frustrating as hell, but like I said, it all stems to, I can't say it all stems, but the majority of it, no matter what, When, when there's somebody that's being trafficked, it's, it's due to the fact that somebody failed somewhere. Yes. You know, if your child's happy at home, they're not going to take off. You know, it's just like a marriage. If you're happy at home, you're not going to look elsewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah the truth whether it be a man or a woman either way it doesn't matter if you're happy at home you're not going to go elsewhere
0: yeah you're
1: not going to do it so why why treat your mate that way you know why treat your kids that way why give them reasons to do stupid shit yeah you know because god forbid there might be a biker out there to take advantage or t- take advantage of. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's just, you know, it is just that simple. You know, we all know that trafficking is, is supply and demand. We all know that. Yeah. People wouldn't be doing it if there wasn't a demand for it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, take it out of the equation. You know it's just like a government you know we all know the simple fact that war means money. Yeah. You know. So we can sit there and have a war go on for 20 years look at all the money that's being made. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, it's a freaking racket. Or you, can do like, or you can do like one of our presidents did just drop the freaking bomb and say all right it's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, but the snowflakes would absolutely melt and form puddles everywhere if that
1: happened. Right. But but I mean, but it but it's that thing, you know, like I said, it's all supply and demand. If you know, as we've said before, we want to work ourselves out of a job. Yes, absolutely. You know, I so desperately want to be able to say it ain't we don't have anything to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would love for that day to happen. But we can't. You know? We just we can't because we know it's always gonna be there. And the reason it's always gonna be there is because, you know, society allows it. Yeah. You know, and they'll sit there and say, What well, was it? Well what is it they say? Prostitution's the oldest thing, the oldest uh oldest career or whatever. Yeah, the oldest uh business. Oldest profession. Yes, that's it. And well, why is it? Because somebody was providing a service mm-hmm. you know um, and and going back to that, you know, if you start going back to even back in you know, let's go back to those days, um, weren't most of those things ran by women? Yeah. Yep. If I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, way so, back in the BC era, yeah. There oh, were so they I mean, were they had their own houses or whatever else and they they ran themselves.
1: So you know it's it's just not you know, things have changed over the years, yeah, but but like I said, then you go you know, is a sex worker truly somebody that's being trafficked? Yeah. You know, somebody that's a true sex worker, are they really being trafficked? You know, do they deserve the bad rap they're getting? Mm -hmm. You know, they're providing a service because somebody's going to pay for it. Right. Um, But like I said, are they truly being trafficked? So it goes back to learn what learn what being trafficked truly is yes you know it, it's like we've discussed before is the difference between smuggling and trafficking yeah you know so like i said it, it's all in how you look at it you can say tomato tomato you know whatever you want to say but you know we've uh I'm just going to sit there and say the society sucks just that. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and this is going to be like the third or fourth time that we've come back to this issue of there is a difference in fact between the human trafficking victim and a sex worker. Yeah. And you know, and each time we get a brand new quote unquote crisis come through our back channels and information about some event that's taking place it's like if you would if everybody could just grasp this concept that there are two different things half of the perceived problem would go away overnight and then we could focus on the reality of the other half
1: well and even when we've discussed the thing about labor trafficking yes you know uh, we're all labor trafficked yeah <laughs> Don't remind me. I will. I will I will say it until I die. <laughs> you know, it, it really is. You know, so, like I said, I mean, it, it's, get a handle on what is really going on is all I can really stress to people. In all, in all reality, from, from what like I said, if we want to go back to where we started with the motorcycle world to, to what's going on in your own home, you know, just, get a handle on what's really going on you know really sit back and look evaluate things I mean like I said the guy that's wearing the, the, the leather chaps with the long hair he he's hes not as evil as you think he is mm-hmm. you know, and in all reality her, for the most you know, part tell it just as evil so, you know? say that again I said the teller at the bank could be just as evil, yeah. you know, we've, you know, we're, we're under such, uh, there's so much scrutiny covering all of these different genres of people. Mm-hmm. You know, even even the rappers, everybody, you know, the, the guys that are out there doing the rap music and stuff, you know, everybody's, oh, they're all gangsters, they're all this, they're all this. No, they're not, yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that, it's, it's how it is, it's, you know, I used to always joke around with the guys, you know, in, in the, in the motorcycle community, when they'd buy a black motorcycle and buy leathers, I'm like, you bought the tough guy package. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if it, it was a running joke, you know, that's like saying anybody with, uh, you know, anybody with a tattoo is a Satan worshiper. Yeah. You know. I mean, it, it it's it, it's. I I just I'm I'm speechless half the time because I'm so appalled by it. Yeah. Yep. You know it's take care of your kids. Bad shit won't happen. Yeah. You know, take care of your family. Bad shit won't happen. Take care of your job. You won't get fired. (laughs) I mean, it's how it is. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Take care of your own yard. You know, I mean, it's just that simple. You take care of your car. It'll last. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's absolutely. don't create, most problems are created by, by you, you know? <laughs> yeah. The roads that I traveled, you know, I, I knew some of the turns I was taking. I, I knew where the hell that was going. You know, it, it, it's just that simple. You know, you go rob a bank, you got a 50, 50 chance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know. It's just that way. Yep. I I mean, so you know, God gave you free will to make choices. You know, and I can say that for the people, you know, even the even some, and I'm I'm trying to not sound like an asshole, but even some of the people that are are victims. In the trafficking world, um, labor trafficking—they—they they always throw that out there. Of, well, I needed to do this because I needed to get my family here. I needed to get money for my family. I needed to do this. Um, there's other ways. Mm-hmm. There's other ways to do it. There always is. Um, you know, they always say, just like the, the sex trafficking victim is, well, you know, they were groomed, you know. Uh, uh, Teach your kids self-worth so they're not becoming victims. Yes. I mean, granted, ugly shit can happen because there's ugly people. You know, it was like in my days of being a bounty hunter, you know. We always told everybody, it's like, if you wouldn't have done something stupid, I wouldn't have shown up at your door. You know, you did something dumb. Then you did something even dumber because you didn't show up for court. You know, now you got, you know, now you got a goon at your door. Yeah. And and it's it's like, so, you know, you skipped out on your bond. Well, your mom put your, put her house up for bond. So she's going to lose her home because you're too stupid. Mm -hmm. you know and it's that thing you know face up to the you know step up face up you know man up to things you know Um, but like I said teach your kids protect your kids teach your kids yep absolutely don't let them become victims you know we had an issue ourselves with a person that we walked them through everything they needed to do to take care of stuff and didn't and fell right back into the same problem. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, I mean, we've, we've seen it. We've been down these roads, you know, we know what's there and we know what works and we know what doesn't work. We all know what works and what doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It's just, are we going to act on it? are we going to take those preventive preventative measures? You know, if if you know there's a tornado coming, you go to your basement. You know, if it's right. flooding, you know, to higher ground. It, it, it's all common sense. And, you know, and I, I told a person that the other day, it's like, the reason people become victims is because they let themselves become victims. And that's why he said, this is me sounding like an asshole. uh uh-huh. hmm And it's like, well, don't say that because it can happen. You're right, it can. But you've got to look at the odds of things happening. If you don't put yourself in the situation, generally it's not going to happen. You know, you make your own luck, I guess, is the way to look at it. You know, Um, if you're not putting yourself out there for somebody to take advantage of you, then it ain't gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say people don't get abducted because they do. You know. Um, most of the things you hear about trafficking ain't got anything to do with that because everybody, you know, everybody you talk to says, "Well, that's only in the movies." But you know, abduction does happen. We know that. You know, the the issue of someone turning in you know being you know she was such a sweet girl and then she met this guy and he groomed her and he did this and he did this and he did this well why well he offered her a bigger and better deal well why why do you why' you bring up your children to be that shallow uh-huh. you know, have them have them understand that you know your parents are are, are doing everything they can for you they're providing everything they possibly can for you. Granted, you always want to see your kids excel more than you. Everyone wants that. Mm-hmm. But, but it's just like us. You know, we our society pushes so much. It's just like when a kid goes to college. They're fried when they get to college because they're so scared they're not going to pass. You know, you look at the pressure that's put on a kid to get from high school to college. You know, that, that is holy hell. And so you start looking at all of this stuff. It's like, we've done this. We have made this happen. Mm-hmm. We've pushed all of this to go on. And, and it can all come back to us as a whole, just putting our foot down. Yeah. Sorry, I was on a the soapbox there for a bit. <laughs> no, keep going. I mean, it, it's just that's that's the best way to look at it. We can prevent anything. We can. Yeah. So it, it's just all in. If you're gonna do it, if you're gonna put your foot down and stop it, you know. I mean, how many people? can sit there and say yeah when my kid came home from school today we sat down and ate dinner and nobody had a cell phone in their hands and we talked about you know whatever you know we talked about sparky the dog and and him chewing up one of his chew toys you know yeah that did not happen you know none of that happens anymore in this day and age So, you know, and and we've said it ourselves even with, especially because of social media, you've got people that are putting pictures of their kids with their addresses or whatever function they're at, you know, well, so here we are and this person did this and this person did this and this person did this. Well, you're opening up that window. Granted, everybody wants to brag about what they're doing, but take some preventive measures. Yeah. You know, and I can say, you know, and and to cut me off here, I'm going to say, in one preventive measure is, uh, you know, don't judge those books by the cover when it comes to somebody that's riding a motorcycle. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Turn that back around to that. So. Wow. So fire away. I've been yakking forever. Do what now? I said fire away because I've been yakking forever here. No, no, it
0: was good. It was actually a perfect. Uh tie up for this episode because we're about we're a little over an hour into it and I guess uh, the point of all of our ramblings is um, just to have people look at those who they've been preconditioned to regard as the dangerous and dirty traffickers or sexual deviants or otherwise and realize that uh, it's more than more than likely that it's going to be the the guy who's uh, getting them their money out of the bank than it is someone who's wearing leather and uh, tattoos.
1: And also, you like that remember, for an ending. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we're we as a whole you know, we're the ones that are going to end this. Yeah. And unless everyone decides to take back their own yards, it won't end. So that's the way you have to look at it is, are you willing to take back what's yours?
0: yeah absolutely
1: so anyway so I'm done do what I said so anyway I'm done <laughs> oh
0: goodness all right well we will i guess call that good for this evening um folks i hope through the midst of our ramblings you've been able to come up with where, where we're trying to get at the heart of this and that's just ultimately you can't judge uh, it's old it's cliche it's who knows how many hundreds of years old as a saying but you truly can't judge a book by its cover and just because you've been taught to look at a specific group of people one way or with this uh, level of distrust doesn't even mean that that is uh, founded on any truth um, and also we just wanted to pay our respects as the Crusader Foundation to those who are in the motorcycle community who do so much, um, and absolutely refuse to take any credit for what they do. Um, we respect you gentlemen, um, safe ride wherever you are and wherever ladies. you go. And, uh, you know, God's, God's blessing on you all.
1: Now, um, we also, we have a, uh, we have upcoming with a uh, search and rescue team, don't we? Didn't we have a leader from a search and rescue team that we've booked for uh, soon? Yes. Yep. That's
0: actual, actual date is still up in the air, but that, yes. Yeah.
1: And we also have one from, uh, uh, from the Native American. Yes. So yeah, give some, you know, give people a little bit of heads up of what's coming down the pipe, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. We've got, uh, we've got two other NGOs lined up, um, uh, pretty dynamic individuals. Um, they've got their own very unique takes on the world and and life and, and their, their own experiences. And I'm honestly looking forward to just picking their brain and, and letting everybody, uh, Get to experience that whole uh, the, those encounters um, because you know we can we can talk about the gray area and and all that we do in it and then there's there's even places within the gray area that require individuals who have a even a specific bloodline in the case of the Native American to to work effectively. And, and so I'm, I'm stoked. I'm excited to get to hear from these individuals and, and hopefully I believe everybody was talking about their schedules being more free towards, uh, mid to end of September for, for these, which actually gives us some time to cover some ground of our own for a couple of the, of the podcast ideas that we've discussed. Um, but yes, that will be coming up with us and, and it'll be good to hear the, uh, the different perspectives. From these two other NGOs that are, that are also, oh goodness, excuse me, front line for the human trafficking and uh, victim services and and, and etc. So yes, yeah, that's that's coming up. We also possibly will have down the road a um, uh, individual from a. Uh, group out of texas that uh, is a search and rescue group and they actually do the victim recovery for uh like uh, wildland um and forest type settings instead of city or, or investigative. their their group strictly deals with the um search and recovery of of uh bodies out in the, in the wilderness and just how they actually play into this whole, uh, fight because they're also a not-for-profit and they're highly trained, highly skilled individuals that have, uh, very similarly to us have a much better success rate than even the FBI or the, uh, a lot of the other federal investigative branches out there with recovering, uh, bodies, um, So there's that as well. So we've got a lot of exciting stuff that we're, that, that is in the works for Crusaders for these podcasts and also for in the field. And, um, if we can give any details about that without it coming across as, um, either trying to sell ourselves or putting the victims at stake, you know, we will give you the details as we can. So that is, in short, what we've got coming up for the Crusader Foundation. And on that note... <laughs> yes, indeed. And on that note, uh, ladies and gentlemen and faithful followers of the Crusader Foundation, um, there are sheep. There are sheep dogs, and there are wolves. And it's time for you all to decide who you are and what side you're on.